Hello and welcome to our podcast, Minority My Say. We are going to invite young minority members in order to give them a platform so they can tell their personal stories. We are four young folks and are all part of minorities. All of us are also active members of YEN. YEN stands for Youth of European Nationalities. YEN is connecting minority youth organizations all over Europe. Hey, my name is Paul. Hey, and I'm Alex. Today we invited Suman over and he's going to talk about digitalization and how that affects the lives of minority members, which he, by the way, is not just a complete expert on, but also is totally passionate about. Suman is a Lusatian Sorb and he also built an amazing quiz app with his friends, which we'll also go in depth later on. So stay tuned and enjoy Suman's fascinating story. Hello, Suman. Hello, Paula and Alex. Hi. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you for coming to Berlin. We're really happy to see you here. Um, just to give the listener an impression of who you are and what you do. Who are you? Yeah, I'm Suman. Uh, I'm from the Lusatian Sorbs. Um, yeah, arrived to Berlin yesterday. And yeah, I'm really happy to be here with you and uh, let us have a nice podcast. You're really into the digital world and the digitalizing. Um, how did you get into computer stuff? Yeah, it started um, when I was younger with the first computers on the market. Yeah, and then start programming on them and do such cool stuff. Yeah, and I think I'm one of the digital natives today. And I want to have our uh, minority languages and especially my mother tongue, also in all my devices to have the minority languages uh, in the digitization and in our digital lifestyle. So um, we named before that you are Lusatian Sorb. Um, why is it important for you to, to implement the minority language in the internet? The language lives... Um, out of their speakers. And if you speak um, face-to-face in your minority language, it's pretty cool. But the digital speaking rooms, such, you know, like if you write messages on WhatsApp and so on, you have to have also the, um, the possibility to use your mother tongue, your minority language in these um, digital products, yeah, like in, in WhatsApp, as I said. And I think it's, so important to have the language also there and to also have the language implemented in uh, operating systems like in your iPhone or your computer or other websites that they can easily translate to your mother tongue and that you can use your language, your mother tongue, your language you love in the digital lifestyle. And what does um, your mother tongue mean to you? Does it define your identity? Yeah, really. Especially um, now um, I'm not living uh, in Lusatia. I'm studying in Mannheim. So you haven't, you don't have the connection to the culture. And then the only point where I can say that I'm Sorb is my language. Yeah. Every time when, when people from home from Lusatia call me, I, I speak Sorbian with them. 
and other people watch out and hey, what's what's that fun language? And then I explain that I'm a Lusatian sob. And that's the thing I think um, is important for me nowadays. Yeah, the language is my new Sorbian identity. Speaking of uh, your identity, I think that's really cool. And we also talked in the introduction about your quiz app that you produced with your friends. How how was that? Um, why did you build a quiz app? What was your motivation behind that? We don't have any ideas to build an application it was we were, we were sitting in the bus uh, from school homewards and then we played quiz duel and we saw hey, it would be so great to have quiz duel in our sorbian language with sorbian questions and then we saw a lot of it and then we came to the point that after school you don't spend too much time to inform you about the culture, about some cool people, uh, Sorbian, like um, artists and so on, and important people from our minority. And so we thought that it would be so cool to have this quiz app with questions about such people and cultural information and so on, and especially also about... Um, lower Sorbian people and the lower Sorbian culture because we as upper Sorbian people, we know a lot about it, but not everything. And so we said it would be so great that people can get this information in a cool way. And so we thought it would be so cool to have um, the information purpose in such a quiz app. Yeah, and that was the start of, of this project. Very cool. That's a really smart way to like connect your language and your culture and put it up on the digital side. So when you're in Mannheim, you still can feel connected to your culture and to your language like that. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Um, how did you uh, learn about how to build an app? Was this in your education? What was it that you got your know-how from? Yeah, um, I have, uh, I was in a high school, in a special high school for informatics And then there I learned how to program, how to build uh, some cool software. And this was uh, the, the ground feature toolbox I had to build this app. And then, you know, internet is an open book that you have to read and then you get knowledge. And we read a lot about how to program an app and so on. And the app was built in only five months. It was pretty cool because we, we find out a cool way to, to do it. Um, we built an HTML website easily and then implement there the quiz app and then only frame it for the smart devices uh, like for iOS and Android. If I listen to this post podcast and find it an amazing idea to also do a quiz app or something similar, how do I start? Is there a way like to copy your system in any way or to... Upscale it? I think every digital product or software you can scale to so much uh, other languages. Yeah. If you like, you have the programmed construct of the app, and I can give it to uh, another minority, and they have the, the, the app ready and only had to um, insert their questions and can have an, another design or so on. And it's pretty cool. We are um, now talking with the 
upper German language speakers and they want to have this app. And we are now talking uh, about some basic stuff and then build the app for the Niederdeutsch. After we presented your app, um, what are other big opportunities by digitalizing your minority? Yeah, I think not only for my minority, for, but for all minorities, digitalization is very important because you can widespread the coolness of the minority languages because if you implement them uh, to the operating systems, everybody sees that the language is there. If you if you like choose a language in an application or in your operating system and you scroll um, up and down and see the names of the minority languages, I think it's pretty cool because everybody on the world sees and can read the name of the language. And if he's interested in it, he can Google the languages and can get information and knowledge about minorities. I think that's a pretty important point. And that's the presentness of our languages in the dig digital systems. Yeah, it's so cool, I think. Also, an important point for me is that we minority language speakers can use our mother tongue in all digital applications and systems. Nowadays, I have to switch to German or to English when I want to speak with Siri or when I um, want to do something with digital devices. I want to have my language there and that I can call Siri with Sorbian. Absolutely. Is there a way how I can put my or implement my language into Siri or other like translation devices? Yeah, there are some ways, like we Sorbian have started a project some month ago um, with Mozilla Common Voice. It's an open source project of Mozilla that you can implement your language to an open source database. Yeah, you put in some um, sentences in your language and then everybody can review these sent sentences um, and can say, yeah, it's uh, spelled right or there's a typo or something in it. And then you review them. And if you have like 5,000 uh, sentences reviewed as positive, then you have the uh, possibility to speak the sentences in. And then you have the spoken uh, sentences. And if you have them all together in the database, then you can put an uh, AI on them and the AI will scrape it and so on. And then you have maybe a pretty cool speaking system like Siri. Yeah, then you can speak to your device. So it's really open source. Everybody can work on it. And by that, the community shapes how this AI will work later on, like how Siri will speak. Yeah, that's the point. Um, because it's an open source project, you aren't only that. Like you, you can put the database together and give it to like Apple or, or, or Google and they will build the system, yeah, the voiceover system. But the problem is that they have the system, but you can't implement it pretty good to your systems, like your applications. When you want to have your application um, read the sentences in the application. So I think it's a cool way because you can build it for your own. And if you want to implement it to like um, an example Siri, then you can say Apple, hey, here are the sentences. They are pretty cool. Can you implement it? So you go, we say, we have the data. We give it to you for free. You just build on our project. Yeah, I would say that it would be pretty cool if they would implement it because they get more people who would buy an iPhone then. 
yeah, like if you can speak to it, you know, mother tongue is pretty cool. And so Google will also want to have this data and then it will be great that all people want to have this and want to implement it. And then you have your minority languages and all digital devices, all digital software. It would be so great. Yeah. So uh, do you think, does it benefit the language or in which way? We talked earlier about that, that there's already an online course for Sorbish for free online. And there's also an app for vo vocabulary, for easy vocabulary in uh, Sorb language. Have you had experience? Does that help or does that get people involved into the language? Yeah, I think because um, I have so much friends who are in Sorbian, I say, oh, it would be so great to learn some words that uh, I can understand other people. Or when I'm in Lusatia, then I can use some words of Sorbian um, because it's cool and I want to learn it. And we have Serbse Lochka. Um, then you can learn the important word in Sorbian, like hello, bye, and to order some drinks, especially beer and so <laughs> important, on. Important, important. Yeah, very important. And then we have another app, Serbs Online Vuknic, and there you can learn the language and get a certificate for it when you've done the course. And I think when you put it into the digital stage, it's cool because you don't have to go to Bautzen and have the lessons there. You aren't timed that you have to be there when the course is. But it's on demand. You can do it in the night. You can do it in the evening. You can do it uh, in the morning at breakfast when you want to learn a new language while breakfasting and so on. It's so cool. It's it's on demand. Yeah. So we talked a lot about why why it's so great to hop on digitalization. What would happen if we didn't jump on the train with it and go with the flow with digitalization? I think the problem is that we will lose our minority languages very fast because everybody will adapt to the languages which are implemented. Like in my case, it's German and English and you will not use your mother tongue in the digital lifestyle. You know, you spend so much time on your smart devices with your smartphone, with your computer and so on. And when you speak with Siri in English, and not in your mother tongue. And if you will write messages on WhatsApp in German and not in your mother tongue, you will lose this language because language is something that you have to learn every time. It's not like bicycle, but you, you learn it one time and you can it for your whole life. But language is something you have so much words and I think <laughs> nobody can imagine every word in the perfect speaking every time. So you have to use your language in the smart devices and also with the special signs. Like in Sorbian, you have some, some dashes there and so on. I agree. Like uh, I'm from the Danish minority in Northern Germany. Um, and like we speak the Danish language, just like the Danish people do. Um, but we learn it from our school books mostly. So they're dusty history books and stuff, like 10 or 20 years old. And we speak that Danish that we learned in school and from our books. And when we come from, to Denmark, they're like, you guys are so old school. Don't understand a word of what you're saying. Uh, so it would be so cool to see more minority languages updated and digitalized. Uh, currently, we're running a campaign with the Yen 
called Minority Marseille, just like the podcast. Coincidences. Um, so, and it's about really to give young people the platform to um, speak up about their wishes and what they hope for the society and hope for themselves. Um, so if you would have one wish you can speak up about today and tomorrow when you have had a nice good night's sleep and wake up, the wish would be fulfilled. What would it be? I think it would be then I can speak to all my devices in my mother tongue and that I can use by mother tongue all my devices. And if my if my clock will ring in the morning, then I can speak in my mother tongue. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so cool. <laughs> and are there other current projects uh, you are working on right now? Or is there something you want to work on? Yeah, like I said before, that we collect now data, um, like the sentences and um, then the, the spoken sentences after it. That's a very important thing. And parallel to it, uh, we built a version two of uh, the quiz app. Then you have a direct multiplayer. Then you can play against your friend and then can see who's the better sort. Yeah, who's the... Upper sorb of the upper sorbs. <laughs> where can we actually uh, get a look of it or where can we access the app? The app is available on Apple's App Store and Google Play Store. And you can also um, access to the app online at quizserp.de. We are also going to attach all the links and applications in our description afterwards. Another thing I'm really curious about, if I really feel the urge to digitalize my, my minority now, how can I get in touch with you? Yeah, you can write a message to Yen and then they will give you their link to my contacts and then we can get to contact each other. Amazing. Okay, then just contact us on podcast at yeni.org. Thank you, Simon, for talking with us. Hopefully we will hear from your future projects soon. Yeah, thank you too to invite me to this cool podcast. Very happy to be here. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> That was really fascinating. Alex, what are your thoughts? Um, I thought... I really resonated with his statement that language is a huge part of his identity. I also feel that way. Um, from Burgenland creation really connects me with my, with my roots and with my minority. So I also think that language is an ongoing process as we talked about absolutely. in our conversation. And I absolutely think it would be so cool if we had um, something like Siri as we talked about or and other uh, and other devices that we could all talk to modern devices and it, they would respond in our language and they would understand us I think that would be really a nice feature absolutely and like Simon just said if you live in Mannheim and your home is in the Lausitz um then you are just connected over the language when you talk to your friends over the phone uh, or could use it in, in an application just like WhatsApp and write to your people on your minority language, on your mother tongue. So you don't have to always be home to feel connected to your roots. Absolutely. And your your language, which by the way is a really fluent thing, you can't like 
preserve it or yeah and it's also an incentive to speak your own language more which is very good so that you don't lose it because as we said you have to always um encourage yourself or others to speak your own language so it does it doesn't get lost so thank you guys for listening it was a really great conversation and we uh, hope that we hear from you very soon And while we're about to thank people, we would like to thank the Federal Ministry of the Interior, Building and Community for funding this project. And also huge thanks to the Yen office uh, for helping us organize this. It wouldn't be possible without them. Thank you, Kasha and Eva. Um, if you have any further comments or would like to share any of your thoughts, feel free to hit us up on podcast at Yenny.org. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.